right, everyone, the bitches are back. KK and Gigi are here with another episode. Today, I am going to speak about why people are scared to show too much emotion, scared to love, scared to give, scared to trust. And then on the other extremity, why people love to give, love to trust, love to even quote unquote overgive, or are just generally compulsive givers or lovers. So this is a very important topic, which is why I want to make this episode very straight to the point and straightforward generally. I'm going to start off with a big secret. This is a big secret for both sides, and I may trigger you, some of you, right now. The fact of the matter is that both people who are scared to love and scared to give, and then those who love to give and love to give and love generally, guess what? Big secret. They both want connection. I said it. I said it. They both want connection. They are just scared that they will be hurt or let down. And I completely understand where both sides are coming from. I know that usually with past experiences or maybe even the way that they've grown up, um, they can have this kind of pattern or the way that they even act or behave in connections, relationships, business, friends, or like partners, um, just generally in their work or academic or athletic life. You can sense where people are. And I am really in tune with people, I would say, where I can really sense how they feel about connecting generally. So connecting can be loving, giving, trusting, showing emotions, and caring. So I will start off with myself personally. For myself personally, I've always grown up to be the person who would love to give, love to love. It's something that people definitely remember me for, and I've had people come back in my life like months or years later to say, wow, you know, you were really the only girl who would always just do things that were on your mind and always were always just, you know, a bright soul who loved to give and loved to love. And of course, this is very, I want to say, rare where people are able to, you know, get down on your level, very highly intuitive and sit down to really understand people. But I was, in a sense, a overgiver, if you will, an overgiver, an overlover, where um, I would then find myself way down the line giving way too much to people. But now, and I can hope that you can sense it in my voice, where I'm just very centered and stabilized and mature and able to give really in a limited amount without a feeling of dependency or feeling like I need something or someone. And this is something that draws people in, you know? It's something that people love to love, um, love to see in a person for sure. But I will kind of explain both sides. So usually with those who are scared to love, scared to show too much emotion or scared to give, scared to trust, scared to care, they often will make connections with people who have to, I will tell you this, they have to get down to their level. Meaning that they will not honestly speak to anyone unless they're genuinely someone they can trust. It may take a few weeks, may take a few months to just say, hey, like this person that's connecting with me wants to hear me honestly and they don't judge me. This is kind of weird. I'm going to actually take time to appreciate them and talk to them. They honestly may never say it to you um, as a person who's connecting with them that they love you and appreciate you, but they do. They absolutely love you and trust you if they are sharing things with you and especially personal things like work or school related. They really do love people who are able to sit down and listen to them. And because it is so rare, they will often feel very, very scared and sad when a person who was like that leaves their life or they do want to maybe cling on to those people for sure. Which is why those anxious and avoidant do generally connect. And sometimes even like glue, where they don't even have to talk to each other. They don't have to talk to each other. They just have this 
bond that's so in a sense weird unique to themselves it's kind of funny but also really really cute and adorable um, and then on the other side those who are anxious or who give a lot give and share a lot uh, care too much quote unquote if you will they often will have a repeating um, cycle of connections in any form where they find that you know they have been used quote unquote used or quote unquote betrayed in their past but then they find someone who's finally able to listen to what they want to share about themselves and they love sharing um and then they find if slowly but surely that's the same thing happening with past cycles where that person also was just kind of taking from them or listening to them for their own quote-unquote benefit and so yes both sides very unfortunate you know um they both just want someone who's attentive to their needs and someone who's caring which is why when i come into life trust me i can understand both sides and they really do connect with me well and people really do appreciate me for that reason um so let's explain three things that you can do to just get into the stabilized median state where you're able to give an unlimited amount like i am right now and you have zero fears you just have zero dependency and you're able to honestly give authentically so the number one reason why i can give an unlimited amount to everyone is because and let me finish my sentence because <laughs> I know some people would click out if I said this right now. I take care of my own need first. Wait, let me explain. I had to stop myself already there because when I say that I take care of my own needs first, I never mean that I will take care of my needs until 6 p.m., not raise a single eyebrow to anyone until then. No, I mean that I take the first hour of my day completely for myself and there's no one who can interrupt that. On the weekdays, that is every single day from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's my time. I do maybe three meditations. I do a walk, maybe do a little run or jog. Or sometimes I'm just listening to really great music. But I have that hour for myself to just soak in, you know, my own self and like what my plans are for today. And then on the weekends, usually that's like, you know, maybe 10 to 11, 11 to noon, where I'm just generally going through emails, nothing too heavy or looking at my to-do list for the day. And that hour has allowed me to just say, wow, I've taken care of my needs. I've really seen that I'm a person. I've acknowledged what I need. Now I can give with everyone. That helps me so much. I cannot emphasize this enough. I never had a conscious hour to myself and it's something that I really recommend. The second thing for sure, I cannot emphasize this enough. And it is simply the fact that you have to understand with every single thing you want or desire in life, there has to be something that happens to it. This helps you determine a great suitable life partner. This helps you determine whether an opportunity is good to pursue or not. It's as simple as knowing and really understanding that in the end, that girl or guy that you're thinking about right now could be a great suitable life partner will be married eventually and that's just the fact of the matter so you have to honestly think okay you know will i want to stay for a bit and just say let's wait you know i i really do appreciate them i'm going to take what i need to do that so that we can really spend our life together and if not stop just stop it like that and same with opportunities like for example every single time i'm even thinking about writing an application or submitting anything anywhere i always always tell myself that something has to happen to this thing something has to happen to this application why not it be me that simple and the third thing i want to say especially for those people who end up losing really really great people 
oof, let me just say, I'm sorry for you. Because there's always going to be someone that comes in your life that you're like, oh, God. For me, I can't say that about anyone. You want to know why? That's my third point. My third point is that I made a devotion to myself that I would always value, appreciate, and respect everyone in my life. There isn't a single person at all, whatsoever, none at all, that I can say, I wish I appreciated them more, I wish I valued them more, I wish I respected them more. No one, no one at all. And for that reason, I have an extremely clear conscience. There's nothing that I, like, that I feel like someone's trying to do something to harm me. No, <laughs> like, no. I just know that I respect everyone. So boom, like, like <laughs> I don't know why I use the word boom, but like, really, I have zero fears in life. Zero worries, zero fears, zero regrets, really. And that's because I said that I'm going to value, appreciate, and respect everyone I know. And if you're thinking, well, I feel like I've done that so much already, you have to understand that sometimes you could be the only one. I have had someone that I actually didn't really care about <laughs> in, in, a, in, a nice, in kind of the nicest way possible, where like I really didn't um, care too much about our connection. We were just kind of barely talking, maybe like once a month, once every few months. And they came back in my life three years later, okay? Three years later to say, wow, you really were the only girl who always did things that were on your mind. And that's just who I am. Never will I have a person that I can say, I wish I treated them better. Never will I have an opportunity that I can say oh, five years later, 10 years later, that I wish I could have done it. Or I wish I could have treated that guy better. I wish I could have treated that girl better. No one. And I want everyone to adapt that mindset to really realize you could be the only person and expect that. That's all I have for this episode. Really, really dense, but I hope you appreciate it. Woof, lots of emotion. Have a great night. I'm posting this as I finish this. Bye-bye. <laughs>